It's time for Promo Corner's Industry Insider with Jeff Franklin, Stephen McFadden, Meg Herber, and Bill Petrie. Each Monday, they discuss, dissect, and debate a single issue impacting the world of promotional marketing from every industry perspective. The Industry Insider is only available at Promo Corner, the leader in digital marketing for the promotional products industry. Now, here's Jeff, Stephen, Meg, and Bill. And welcome to another episode of the Industry Insider Podcast, this one at PPAI Expo. It's not live, but it's the week of the Expo, so there you go. I'm your host, Bill Petrie. With me are the other three hosts of this top-level broadcast, the lovely and talented Jeff Franklin from Headwear USA. Yeah, hopefully I don't drag this podcast down. (laughs) The lovely and talented Stephen McFadden from Perfect Promotions and More. Hello, hello. And the lovely and talented Meg Erber from SNS Activewear. Hey. All right. So before we jump into our topic, and I love our topic today, um, I want to thank our, our sponsor for this podcast, our good friends over at Next Level Apparel. You know, they're very, we, we talked last week about how uh, they're, they're synonymous with fashion forward, high quality t-shirts, tank tops, and fleece. But this week, I just want to mention, you know, they're also very purposeful in making a positive impact in communities. Their ethos is rooted in giving back and creative niche initiatives to that end. They recently donated 400,000 garments to the Cambodian Red Cross, which is an amazing thing. They're an approved member of the Fair Labor Association, which means they're committed to upholding working conditions and labor rights across all of its manufacturing uh, facilities. And there's, you know, and things like that are huge for Generation Z as they're coming more and more into the marketplace. They're looking for to partner with companies that have social responsibility tied to their ethos can't do any better than next level so if you want to learn more and gosh darn it why wouldn't you go ahead and visit nextlevelapparel.com you're not going to be sorry you did now i told you this is a podcast that's going to drop on january 13th which means we're right at the beginning of the year the precipice of the year as it were many of our listeners have already been to asi orlando and many of our listeners are either at education day at ppai expo in las vegas or on their way or or whatever Our topic today is so perfect for the first part of the year. Let's talk goal setting. I actually actually think if you're just now starting to get into goal setting, listen, it's never too late, but I think you're probably too late. I love it. Good. Jeff Franklin with a a properly balanced uh, take. take. Yeah. I like it. So you know what? Just just forget it. Just don't even... Just no, so I, I typically like I, I typically start to do my goal setting and, and sort of planning and scheduling for the following year uh, around the first uh, first couple of weeks of December, you know, oh, right you? before the holiday break because January, man, as suppliers we get thrown into it. Like, yeah, I'm home like six days the entire month of January, uh, the first quarter, including weekends. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm like it's, I'm on a, I'm on a February to February. That's how I do mine. Well, and a lot That's of people. Cool. So, so here's where I would have pushed back <laughs> on you a little bit because there are some people who actually go on on their fiscal year. So their yeah. fiscal year might end, you know, March 31st, and and so on and so forth, oh, or so maybe even at the end of June. So I don't think there's ever too late of a time to set goals. But I do hear you, Jeff. If you're on a calendar year, you're probably a little bit behind the eight ball, the proverbial eight ball. So let me ask you guys. Yeah. Let's start with the suppliers in the group. When do you set your goals? How do you set your goals? And how do you measure against them as the year goes along? Um, do you want me to go first? Yeah, why not? Meg, why don't you go first? All right. So 
don't know if I, I don't, actually don't really think about my goals until I'm shamed by everyone on social media setting their goals. But then I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> I have some goals to make. No, professionally, I think, you know, as a company, we sit down multiple times a year and talk about our goals. We have, you know, um, computer programs that measure it and you know we set it's very easy to follow along uh, one might become obsessed with those goals because if you're as competitive as me every time it moves a tenth of a point you're just like oh my gosh yes or no um you know and i think by keeping track of them every day or every week or whatever it is it keeps you it gives you a good um, insight in it hey am i am i doing well am i reaching those goals or i need to pick it up and then you kind of change your game plan if you need to pick it up um, what was the other, what was the second question to that? What, yeah, what were my remember. goals or? Well, I do think. <laughs> hold on, okay. I do. Think uh, how do you, that, how do you set your goals? Yeah, how do you like how do you how do you measure, okay. against, measure them? against it? How do you measure against them? And then you know how do you look at them throughout the year? How do okay. you, you know how do you adjust, pivot, things like that? Right. So I do think that everyone should try to set themselves like three goals. I think that's very important because if you just set one goal, that's compl- and and make sure that they're attainable as well. Um, doing less accomplishes more. When your goals are so spread out in different areas of your life, you can't, you just don't have enough time or energy to reach them all. You know, you half-heartedly accomplish a few, um, and the momentum doesn't pick up because you're just not making real progress, and you kind of just give up. So if, you're, if your goal is like, I'm going to lose 100 pounds this year, but you may only weigh 150, that's obviously not attainable. Not um, also, not you know, healthy either. It, or healthy, you know. <laughs> but, you know, you could set your goal to be, you know, let me have a better year as far as my health, like eating healthier or taking control of my, my weight loss or my, you know, muscle gain. you you got to make specific goals and kind of stick to them and then set yourself, okay, well, if my goal is to lose 10 pounds by the end of the year, maybe it's two pounds a month or that doesn't really add up. But you know what I mean? Like you want to make sure it's attainable and, and follow that progress. Have a workout buddy or have someone that can hold you accountable for those um, for those goals as well. And they have to be real. Obviously, don't don't make them so intimidating. And you can always make adjustments. Um, you know, by March, you, you haven't even started towards that goal. Maybe it just needs to be adjusted so it's more attainable so you don't lose focus on it. And I think growth isn't necessarily an isolated event either. You know, when you improve one part of your life, it tends to touch everything else. I think when you think negatively, it manifests and everything that you do at that point is going to have a negative outlook or negative impact. So I think being positive throughout the year um, and, and looking for more ways to grow in just those, you know, isolated opportunities is, 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 is a goal of mine in general. Like I'm always trying to grow and be a better person and, and really leave this world a better place. But everyone, I can't force other people to do that either. So I, what I would say is try to pick three goals, stick to them, make them attainable, um, know that you can make adjustments. You're the one that's making the rules for your own goals. So think of it that way. I like yeah. that. That's good stuff. Jeff, what Meg, about you? Meg, I'm oh, glad you're on this podcast because you take a completely different approach than I would have with the uh, the whole goal setting situation. Well, let's hear okay. it. Let's hear it. I'm, I'm, I'm thinking completely. Really I'm I'm thinking completely like sales oriented and growth and like in general like just for for the business sake as opposed to like personal goals and stuff like that. So I I, I appreciate that take for sure. Um, me like in general what i would do is you know look at look at my numbers at the end of the year and sort of see where everybody's at or towards the end of the year and you know see where my clients have have fallen uh numbers wise and then basically measure that against what i would have expected or what i was sort of shooting for um and then sort of base it based on you know what their actual potential is you know were there reasons that you know certain certain jobs or projects were lost or didn't come to us 
um, you know, and that sort of thing. So, you know, and then how do I, you know, move forward with that and how do I anticipate, you know, reaching a certain level uh, with those clients? You know, it's basically that's how I go about scheduling my my following year and, you know, where I'm going to be spending a large majority of my time. You know, if I'm expecting a $100,000 increase from a certain client, you know, I'm going to have to put some time and, and, and effort into that. You know, it's not just going to fall in my lap. Right. Um, your you know, goals so trigger your behavior then, basically. It, 100%. Yeah. And me personally, like I'm I'm with Hid where I'm taking on a, a much larger territory now. I'm actually going to be covering the entire southeast for 2020. And so it's, it's, a, it's a big thank you. Um, I'm still doing everything else that I was doing, still doing national accounts and all that. But, uh, you know, we, we've had uh, some struggles uh, in the southeast as far as, you know, finding, um, you know, I guess good quality growth in that territory. And so I've, I've basically approached Nick and said, look, I want to take on the territory and see if it's something that I can, you know, um, you know get something out of it. Because uh, I think it's cap warring country. And so with me going yeah. into that territory, uh, you know, it's it's a lot for me to plan and take on for sure, and uh, so I've got to be very specific about how you know where where the growth's going to come from, and and be be very focused and, and pointed. Like uh, through the entire southeast, there's really only two cities, metropolitan cities, that I'm focused on uh, for at least the first six months of the year. You know, I will be in Atlanta and Miami every single month for the first six months of the year yeah. for a week at a time in each, yep. in each location on top of everything else that I was doing. So it's, it's a lot to, to take on, but I think those are two really big hubs in that territory. And so that's what we're focusing on. And then once we get a little bit of a, um, you know, a grip on the, on those metropolitan cities, we'll sort of expand that a little bit and maybe move into, you know, Charlotte or Tampa or something else, you know? Mm-hmm. Awesome. Awesome. Good. Two different perspectives. I love mm-hmm. that from our suppliers. Stephen, what about you? You run a successful distributorship. What about mm-hmm. you? How do you set goals not only for yourself but for the organization? Yeah, um, I, I was actually going to talk more about that that side of it, the the organizational. Goal sure, setting. take whatever side um, you want. It, it, I, As I they lo- used to say in old radio, <laughs> "It's your dime, it's your dance floor." Ooh, very smooth. I like that. Um, so. You know, this is for those of you that don't know my my personal story, but this is this is actually my first full year as president of the of the company. So, um, going into this year, it was my goal was mainly to to not be as ignorant as I was about so many parts of the business. You know, I just really wanted to to educate myself, really fully understand everyone's ins and outs, the financials, like all sorts of stuff. And then I, you know, kind of made fluid goals as I learned. Uh, more and more about the ins and outs and kind of where some of our weak spots were and make you know help build those up so going into this year I'm, I'm really excited because I feel uh, a little more I guess, um, prepared you know to make mm-hmm. uh, better goals and I think a lot of the goals that I, I'll be making really don't have anything to do with myself which is pretty cool um, right. a, a lot of them are based on you know gr- growth and other people um, retention for customer bases um Mm -hmm. you know yes growth is is needed i think for a healthy business because inevitably you'll have some churn um but but i think uh, strategic growth is more what we're looking like how do we want to grow not necessarily just let's try to raise the bottom line by this i think it's how do we want to raise the bottom line like is it um do we just want to double because if we just double and you double orders you're gonna have probably double personnel and that's not really you know smart growth right so it's strategic it's figuring out what our our lateral you know our um different channels are that we can tap into sales wise so kind of creating 
more um, specific uh, direction for the team and, you know, kind of finding some some key things for the, the overall company's um, 2020. So we have some, uh, I, like I said, I kind of do a February to February. Mm-hmm. And um, part of the reason I do that is because I take January to figure out all of the data that has come in through December. So a lot of our, you know, our actual, you know, I'll, I'll have it all like financially in the system, obviously by the end of the year. Uh, but in order to take some time and to digest all of it and to, to sit with different members of our team, um, I, I do want to take some time to, to come up with that picture. It looks like I don't want to just rush into it in December and, you know, for January right. when, I, when I could take an extra few times. Plus, I use the time in Vegas to chat with members of our team and sit down with individuals and talk about what they want for the year and, and see how that kind of aligns for the company. So. Well, and a lot of distributors are always looking, you know, for ways to, to achieve their goals. And being that it's Las Vegas, a PPA Expo this week, if you're a distributor and you're looking to take your distributorship to the next level, stop by booth 5811. That would be the Promo Corner booth. Learn about our Promo Plus program. It's going to help you automate your emails. It's going to help you design custom uh, electronic catalogs to send to your clients and also give you a lot of other tools that will help you keep you top of mind in front of your end user. So booth 5811, stop by, get a free demo of Promo Plus. If you're not in Vegas, you can always visit us at promocorner.com slash promo plus and find out all about that program there you know here steve much like you i have to um kind of have a a whole cadre of goals you know in my Mm -hmm. first year running promo corner very similar goal to you i need to understand every aspect of this business um, to really run it effectively, to understand yeah. you know where the efficiencies are, where the inefficiencies are really too, and how do we make it better? Now, I, after this is my third, this will, I'll be starting my third full year running Promo Corner in March. I'm now at a point where I it's it's a little easier to set goals in, in terms of um, you know with when I work with Amelia and our sales group. I can set specific number goals there. When I work with our marketing group, we can set certain goals there. And so I find that my goal setting has gotten a lot, has has shifted quite a bit from what they used to be when I was all by myself. And I find myself more in the role of helping others set their goals for their business that they run within the the larger business of Promo Corner, if that makes Mm. sense. Yeah, no, it makes a lot of sense. So... I wish we had Kirby uh, Hossman on this yeah. podcast. He's like <laughs> the, the quintessential king of, of goal setting. Let me ask you this. Kirby's a big believer in having goals, his goals viewable. He can see them at all times. Oh, yeah. Do you guys oh, yeah. post your goals so you can look look at them all the time? Yes. I, yes. Uh, go ahead, Meg. How do, Sorry. How do you do yours? And I'll, tell you, I'll tell you how I do mine. For professionally, for work, yes. I'm actually looking at them right now. And I, you know, so we'll break it down for goals and professionally. Like we have, we try to break it up into three different, you know, portions, your core, your fashion, your premium. And they set a targeted, you know, a targeted goal and then your actual growth. And then you can actually see specific numbers um, and the percentage of your target. I mean, I'm, it's really good to see because if you're down, then you can go in and go through all your accounts and be like, all right, well, why am I down? That's when you start getting strategic and you have to look and see why and where and who and then start working into it. But yes, I look at this every single day. 
I don't think I did much of it up until this point, but because it wasn't really, you know, being new at a company, it wasn't, I, I just wasn't too familiar with the system. Now that I'm seeing the goals, I've become obsessed with it. I literally look at yeah. it every day. Like, That's watch great. Like, that number grow. Yeah, because... I'm super competitive, guys, and even though what? we work as a team. Hold on just a second here. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's not the mega herb I know. I know. I know. I, it, sometimes it's my vice because I'm so competitive. But um, I think it's definitely good to have a, a visual of your goals and be able to look at them because once that number starts coming down, I start panicking, and I'm like, I got to figure this out. I have to figure this out now because obviously I want it to go up. Hmm. My numbers. What about, what about you, Jeff? Do you, do you post your goals somewhere where you can at least, maybe not like stick them on a wall, but do you look at them uh, on a regular basis? Yeah, I look at them frequently. That's one of the things I was going to ask Meg or anybody else on the podcast is just, you know, what do you do to post them to keep them in front of you? Because for me, it's something that I have to continually go back to and look at. Um, you know, especially if you're talking like, you know, numbers wise, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I think for me, it's just a matter of just having like a, a weekly call, you know, sort of an accountability call, so to speak, as far as, you know, what I'm doing, uh, where, you know, what's, what's the focus, like what, what progress are we making that sort of thing. And that, that sort of helps me stay accountable to the goals. Um, outside of that, you know, if, if it were just relying on me to go back and look at the stuff, it might be a little bit more of a challenge. So what do you guys do to actually post the stuff or to remind you, uh, at, you know, outside of what I had mentioned. Well, I have an idea for you, and I, I wish I could Stephen, take... would you share your idea? I wish I could take credit for this, but I, I read this somewhere, and so I did it this year, and I, I like it. But basically what I did was I created a collage picture, um, like in an app on my phone, and then added in um, some words and stuff on it using just like a free collage app, and I made that the background of my phone. Love so uh, every, time, every time I open my phone, I, I'm reminded by the goals that I had set for the year. So I have um, three personal and three business goals on the back of my phone. So every time I... I used to do that on my desktop. Yeah. That's cool. The background to the desktop. That's a good idea, guys. Yeah, you know, it's actually interesting. So I I worked at Proforma for nine months, and I was in charge of of training new owners. And that was one of the things that is part of the Proforma culture is they have all new owners who join Proforma create what they call Dream Board. Um, and it's kind of, you know, their long-term goals, like what do they want? And some people had dream boards where they wanted to make sure they could actually put their kids through college and not have their kids have any debt. Some people wanted specific cars or specific, uh, maybe they wanted to buy a house or things like that. So it was always very interesting to see those uh, physical, visual manifestations of goals. So I love that idea, Stephen, and I think that's cool what you did as well. Very um, cool. Jeff. So what, what advice would you give people – in terms of, because a lot of people, they think of goals as only numbers. A lot of our listeners are salespeople, so they're going to think only in terms of dollars and cents. What else should people be looking at, especially in a sales role, mm. that are quantifiable and help them uh, kind of really focus on, on, you know, everybody's focused on business growth, right? So we're not going to talk about general goals. Specifically, what are the numbers besides dollars and cents should they focus on? I've got opinions on that, but I'd love to hear your guys' perspective. Activity. Define activity. Like, you know, how often you're going to see somebody or how many people from a certain company you have buying into the programs that you sell. Uh, there's there's different, you know, things that you can uh, judge, you know, other than just sales numbers that coincide with sales numbers. Mm-hmm. You know, the more, the more effort or the more times you're, you know, in with somebody – uh, the chances are, you know, increase exponentially as to, as far as you know, actually converting to sales. Touches, numbers. right? Yeah. Touches. Yeah. Number of dates. Does that satisfy your your question? 
Uh, yes. All right. I have well, a goal of number of dates with my with uh, my wife. That's, that's awesome. a really good one. That's um, cool. And and I think part part of it just falls into a, a bigger category of balance. Um, you know, it's hard to goals. You you know, we mentioned this earlier. Need to be measurable, and I think that's one way of of knowing if I'm. If, 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 if I can measure my balance, right, right, <laughs> <laughs> you know, but it's, in, it requires intentionality, you know, and so I think just knowing that I have that set as a goal, um, you know, and as, as, as a reminder of, you know, hey, there's, there's work and there's personal, right, and so just being able to, to create that balance makes, makes you overall more productive, I think, too, so uh, for anyone that says, well, you know, while you're doing that, someone else is working. I'm like, yeah, but I'm working better because I'm more relaxed and I'm more comfortable and I am in a better place. So, uh, but I think, you know, you have to understand your priorities too. And, and, uh, you can't let the, the work consume you to a point where you aren't a person anymore. Um, exactly. So, At the end of the day, yeah. what matters the most, I think you have to kind of make that yeah. your priority and let everything else fall in between it. You know, like there's that little analogy of, you put the rocks in a jar and then that's your oh, family yeah. and your, your whatever. Add the you know, sand and, and add yeah, the skittles and, then the, add the, and sand, the water. Right, yeah. right, right, exactly. But yeah. that's a really good, like it makes you kind of step back and think about it. And you're like, wow, you know, this was just an order of t-shirts. Like my little girl is out there crying because I couldn't play dinosaurs with her. Like, honestly, mm-hmm. is it, what's what's worth it? Mm-hmm. Of yeah, just don't, t-shirts, boss. Don't, don't lose sight <laughs> of the why. Yeah. I think sort of goes hand in hand with what you had said, Stephen. Because um, me personally, I feel like I'm going to be a terrible husband and a terrible father this year with how much I'm going to be traveling. Um, you just but have to I make sure you turn it off when you come home. That's it. I was yeah. say, Jeff, I know you pretty well, and I think you're being too hard on yourself. Yeah. Not that this is the uh, Jeff Franklin Emotional Support Podcast, but <laughs> let's, not, let's not get carried away. I think, though— I mean, I, I'm sure but, it's going to hurt me say, more than it hurts them, but still. Yeah, but no, what you say is it resonates. I hear, I hear exactly what you're saying. Totally. I have mom guilt all the time. Like, if I'm on the road all day, and I'm like, man, I, I'm exhausted, and I know I still have to— come home, do dinner, do homework and, and all the stuff that has to go into getting these kids ready for bed and for school the next day. And I'm, and sometimes I'm like, I just need an hour of, of yoga or jitsu for self care. And I think that's also mm-hmm. important because then you get burned out, but you, and yeah. you have to be able to turn that off when you come in the door. And sometimes being on the road all day doesn't, it, that doesn't qualify. Like I, I have to come home and work still. So sometimes those emails might not get answered till late at night, but that's because I have, family time and that's super important to me mm-hmm. right now you know i've i've my for instance my best friend just had a baby last week a couple weeks ago actually and she was crying over every little thing and i'm like listen you're wasting your time this is she she's she bled for a little bit move on like you're gonna have a thousand more boo-boos what's important is that you're spending this time like bonding with your baby not spending us worrying about if she's going to have an infection one day five years from now just because you cut her fingernail you know what i mean like mm-hmm. you gotta you gotta be focused and i think having these goals oh and i was telling her sorry i got off topic i have a 20 year old i have a 16 year old and i have a four year old and they were all just babies yesterday and that That's plays back crazy. into my mom guilt like how much of those last 20 years have i spent being a mom or have i spent working just to make ends meet you know what i mean yeah. I've been a single mom for longer than I'm not. So it's 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 been it's been tough, but you have to set those goals personal, professional, make sure nobody's neglected and that mom guilt, that dad guilt is real. It is mm-hmm. definitely real. Not not to point it back to business, I would say one more um measurable that's not sales related it would be retention. 
Um, yes. I think that's a, yeah. that's that's a good one, and I think it gets overlooked a lot of times because everyone's focused on new business, new business, new business. Um, yeah. so, and I, and I think it's definitely measurable, and it's a good sign of your your team and your ability to keep up with you know the capacity of your your company right so, so Stephen, a real quick question in yeah. regards to retention how do you measure retention are you looking at you know cyclical business year over year or are you just looking at the numbers so we're we have a we have part of our crm system um actually shows uh there's like a pie chart of activity mm-hmm. um and it categorizes them into you know green yellow and red uh, based on the level of activity and based on how long it's been since they've ha- been, you know, contacted, emailed, touched, quoted, etc. So we can see, um, you know, where things have started to fall off, where mm-hmm. there hasn't been any communication. And so we can try to jolt some business or be like, man, we haven't reached out to such and such. And so let's send them a quote or send them a package or send them, give them an email, give them a call. Um, so part of that's just our, our CRM system. And we can we can look at a big picture and figure out um activity levels okay yeah and i think i think the big lesson the big takeaway here is is not necessarily um what type of goals to set but at least start setting some goals Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know what's the old saying a a goal without or a uh, I don't know, some about a wish. I don't know. Basically, <laughs> it's really old. Nobody knows it. Yeah, write your damn goals down. <laughs> but no, you should do, you look at your goals. You should write goals down, visit them uh, Visit them often, whatever that means for you. Could be weekly, could be daily, could be monthly. It doesn't matter. I'm a big believer in short, medium, and long-range goals. Um, and the further out they get, the more adjustable they are. So my short-term goals are very inflexible. It's what I, you know, it's it uh, what I want to do, and then based on the performance of those, the medium and long-range goals may pivot a little bit. So, um, but that's just how I do it. And and I think the key is, it's not that there's one right way, but there's a right way for Jeff. There's a right way for Stephen. There's a right way for Meg. There's a right way for me. And there's a right way for everybody out there. I think again, if you just kind of decide your your you want to grow your business that's like saying i want to drive to los angeles from new york and not use any sort of navigation you know you you'll end up you'll get there you will absolutely probably get there but it's going to take you a lot longer and you're going to have a ton more frustration because of it or fun Could I, be I, will adventure, s- I will say you know? one thing for the for those that have uh, never set goals um i can give you your first goal It'd be a very short-term one, and it would be listen to, make, to this podcast more. Set, set to, goal to, to make goals. <laughs> make goals. Yeah. So, Bill, was the uh, the saying you were looking for something along the lines of a goal without action is just a wish? Yes. Thank you for using your portable Google machine to figure that. <laughs> out. I actually did not use appreciate that. Appreciate that. I actually did not use the Googles. No, I, no, that's okay. What'd yeah. you use? Ask Jeeves. No, I Jeeves. wish. Awesome. Jeeves, that's my homeboy. Awesome. Well, uh, I again, great, great topic. Uh, certainly perfect. Any time of year, but certainly at the uh, beginning of the year. Again, we'd like to thank our sponsor, Next Level, Next Level Apparel. You know, they're very purposeful in making a positive impact in their communities. They're really motivated by making customers' lives better and easier. Their philosophy is when their customers win, they win. And I really love that. So visit them at nextlevelapparel.com. And more importantly, put a goal down to visit us the same time next week at this lovely, lovely podcast. Guys, had a great time. We'll talk to you soon. Watch out for those rolling carts.
Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.